Hi everyone, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rensi. I'm joined by Dr. Lise, a human potential expert and leader who is going to bring insights to everything you need to know about love, dating, and relationships. We are so inspired and excited to present you with the knowledge that will get you to live a more alive and fulfilling love life with a lot less drama. Soul Worthy Love is going to debunk myths that have gotten people scared of love when it's actually the safest thing in the world. Whether you are aware of it or not, love is truly what makes you feel the happiest. Love of yourself, others, and your life. That's what's going to make you feel like you're loving heaven on earth. We're going to bring you down to earth with ways of understanding and loving love that will make you feel empowered so you can make wiser choices. Welcome to Soul Worthy Love. Dr. Lise, welcome back to another episode. Happy New Year, everyone. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yes, the new year. We want to bring 2022, I feel it's going to be a really amazing year. There's going to be lots of new discovery and things are going to happen. I can feel it inside of me. And what's more important than love? (laughs) Nothing is more important than love. Love and happiness. Today, we are going to discuss, I guess, a heavy topic to some, and this is cheating. I know so many listeners will have questions and Dr. Lee's will present her theories on cheating and why it happens, what you should do when you find out. And honestly, it's just so informative. I hope everyone will get so much out of this session and grab a cup of coffee, some wine, I don't know, just <laughs> sit back and relax. So I guess Dr. Lee's the first question is why do people cheat? Why is that a thing? All right. So cheating, What if you look at what does it mean to cheat on someone, being dishonest and not being real? When you do the work with me, like in the Soul with the Love program that, that we have created together, is that our mate is always a reflection of ourself. It's a mirror. And once you start using that then it gives you clues up to what's really going on. So let's say, for example, you discover, and I can tell you stories of what happened in the past with some of my clients. I had this one woman coming to see me. She was, she had an emergency. She booked an emergency session with me. I had never seen her before. She comes into my office and she was really, really mad because the night before she had discovered pictures of her partner with her, a woman, that, and it seemed to have been going on for a year and a half. It'd been having an affair with this woman at work for a year and a half. And for me, when I hear this, I know that if you have a full on heart connection, it's, it's impossible for you not to know what's going on with your partner. So if you have a full on heart connection, you would have known that this was going on. Since you did not know, where was your energy going where how are you cheating on your partner because it's being dishonest in the relationship so how are you dishonest in the relationship that you were not connecting in your hearts together once you start looking at it that way it brings a different outcome because then you can take responsibility instead this is something so very important as long as you're a victim in your life you're stuck as long as you're a victim of anything happening in your life whether it's in your relationship at work at your finances with your health like as long as you feel like a victim you're stuck 
So you always need to empower yourself. And you empower yourself by taking full-on responsibility. Jack Canfield, my co-author with my new book coming out this year called Unstuck, he's got a great book. It's called The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And the first success principle is take full responsibility for whatever is happening in your life. So if you're discovering that your partner is cheating, how are you cheating? Because I can guarantee you, if you had a consciously loving relationship, truly heartfelt connection, it would be impossible for you to have your partner cheat on you because you would know right away. I was in a long-term relationship with a man in New Jersey, and we only got to see each other five days a month on average, which was, I learned a lot about relationships that way. And I can tell you, when you miss someone, the best thing to do is you open your heart and then the pain goes away. We have a yeah, tendency to want to do the opposite. We contract when we miss someone, but actually the way out of the pain is to open your heart. So anyway, my heart was really open with him because I had to practice that. And I went on a trip to Thailand and I woke up one morning and I went, oh, something's happening with him. What's going on? So I sent him an email and lo and behold, yeah, he was facing something really challenging and he was not feeling good and I picked up on it. And I can guarantee you, if he would have cheated on me, even though we only got to see each other five days a month, I would have known. Once I felt it, there was a woman that came around him and she was interested in him, but he didn't do it. And I felt it. And I told him and he, he agreed. He knew it was exactly what was happening. So when you have a heart connection, you have the psychic connection with your partner and you will know. And if you're always constantly worrying if he's cheating on me or she's cheating on me, then that means you're not connected. That means somehow you're in your emotions. So you can be cheating on you because you're with your work. You can be cheating with your kids. You can be cheating with exercising all the time or escaping in some ways. But one type of cheating is when you create a virtual reality with your partner. And yesterday I was coaching one of my clients and she was telling me about when her parents met and got together, her mother was came from a, an Italian background family. And the mother actually told me that at one point, one day, that if you were a real woman in her family, you got married to a successful man and you have children and that made you a real woman. And the woman was really accomplished herself. She was a lawyer, but to be a real woman, that's what she was going to be. So she married this very successful, wealthy man, and she created this whole reality already. When she first met him, she knew she was going to marry him. It's like she had already created the whole scenario in her mind. But when they got married, she realized who he really was. And he was not such a nice man. And he was a narcissist and he cheated on her, but she refused to see it. And they would have these fights and she would be crying, but she wouldn't face what he was doing because she so badly needed him. So when you need someone instead of love someone, you're not going to face what's there because you're so afraid of losing whatever you're afraid of losing. In her case, it was money and a sense of what a real woman is. And that's often 
the case, people stay in a relationship because they need something they feel they cannot give to themselves, either social contacts or wealth or coolness or whatever you feel you need this partner that you can give to yourself, then you're going to put the rose colored glasses on and you're not going to see this person. So you're cheating on this person. It's like you create this picture that you superimpose on your partner and when you speak to your partner you're actually speaking to this virtual reality persona you created while the person behind is not the person that you're really in a relationship with and the person in the background goes no somehow she or he is not really seeing who i am because often what happens and i've seen this quite often in my practice is when your partner does something wrong and you should talk about it. You, if you need the person, you won't talk about it. So if you're not talking about it, the person does something wrong again, where they know that should be addressed, but you know, you're not addressing it again. And after a while they realize, huh, this person is not really acknowledging what's going on. They don't really love me. Hmm. I'm abusing them right now and they're still staying and they're not saying anything. Huh? They don't love me. They need me. And that's when all hell breaks loose. That's when you end up being really abused because they realize they have the power in the relationship. And this is when it's not fun anymore. So the key out of this is to really know that love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. This is the message I'm going to say over and over and over again. And that's going to be my new book coming out hopefully next year. Love is safe. You don't have to be afraid of someone who's cheating on you if you're not cheating on them. I repeat, you don't have to be afraid of someone cheating on you if you're not cheating on them. Why? Because you're going to really know who you're with. And if you choose to be with a cheater, it's because you're cheating the space. So Dr. Lee's... When you mentioned that one type of cheating is when you create a virtual reality with your partner, what if listeners are like, how do I get out of this reality if I'm already confined in it, right? Like, how do they get out of this mental headspace? And what would be your advice? The best way to deal with this is to sit down. And one of my big mentors in my life, is his name is Dr. John Demartini. And he taught me how to do these things. And it's basically four columns that you do. So you write down the pros and the cons of facing reality and the pros and the cons of not facing reality. And in other words, the pros and the cons of having a real relationship, the pros and the cons of having a virtual relationship. So in this case, you can go on because obviously if you think that it's better to keep the rose-colored glasses on that you are infatuated with having a virtual reality on that. So you start writing down, what are all the drawbacks to me of not facing reality? Well, you don't feel safe. It creates anxiety. You end up wasting energy in this relationship instead of focusing on work, school, your career, exercising, you know, living from your heart, meditating. When you have this low-grade anxiety, it always takes you off your center. So there's a big price to pay. And the other thing is you don't feel safe. You don't get to experience true love. And then if you look, what would be the benefits to me if I actually challenged myself and look at what's going on and took a chance because in the example I was doing, giving you before where this woman came to see me, she was really mad. When we ended up talking together, she took responsibility for her end of 
what was happening, which was yeah, she was working all the time. She was not available. They were not communicating. She, w- she was not present in the relationship at all. And he had felt that he was not important to her, which I know it's not, it is not the, you know, a wise thing to do to go cheat on your partner. You're much better to communicate. But because she finally confronted him, he came and he did his work with me as well. And they ended, their relationship ended up working out really well. So if you're willing to take responsibility for half the dynamic and speak out about it, do your inner work, and if both partners decide to do the inner work, actually a situation like this, a crisis like this can actually open up your relationship to being one of the best relationships there is because you work through it. But if only one partner is interested in working on this, well, then okay, you need to part. So what would be the benefit to you if you part? To be able to do this, you do your inner work, you could get over, learn, be a a wiser person, and you could give yourself the chance of really learning about true love and getting a true relationship. So you have to decide ultimately, what do you want? Do you want the best life possible, which is a real relationship lived from the heart? Or do you want a virtual reality relationship where you never really get to have a full heart connection. I love to live life to the fullest. When I take my last breath, I want to know that I squeezed everything out of life as I could. And loving and being loved is, is the most important thing any human can do. When, when we take our last breath, when you take your last breath, the only thing that's really going to matter is Did I love? Was I loved? And did I use my life fully? Did I make quote, quote, mistakes? Did I throw myself into experience and gain wisdom? Did I evolve in this lifetime? This is what's going to make you feel alive. This is how you feel passionate in life. You don't stay in your comfort zone. You try new things. You take a chance of of making mistakes. If you love yourself enough, it's not a big deal to make quote, quote, mistakes because they're never mistakes, they're just lessons. And you expand your consciousness, you expand your life, you feel alive. This is how you feel passionate. If you feel bored right now in your life, it's because you're staying in your comfort zone, you're not stretching, you're not admitting what your heart really wants for you because if you admitted it, you would get into action. It would be a little bit out of your comfort zone, but it would make you feel alive. Dr. Lise, I am reminded of a story that happened to me. So previously in the uh, past couple of months, my boyfriend just mentioned, he was like, oh my gosh, you're like cheating on me with work and school. And I was like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> he was like, yes, you are. I was like, well, okay, you're cheating on me with going to the gym. And obviously we were kidding, right? We were joking, but... If this weren't a healthy relationship, if this was toxic, then I can definitely see how it would be problematic and how it can lead to very, very, very serious things. So just like Dr. Lise mentioned, it is so important to communicate with each other and take full responsibility if anything happens, because if you feel like a victim, you're stuck, right? And so it's so- If you feel like a victim, you're going to be afraid. You feel you have no control. You got to be the hero that's wearing the cape. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like there's, if you don't take responsibility, that means you're a victim and victims have no control over their life. That's scary. Exactly. So we have to build our confidence and just know that, you know, even if something does happen where you find your partner cheating on you, where if it's just a really bad situation, 
know that you are worthy of love because exactly. you are, because you are, don't let that discourage you because so many times people are like, you know, this happened. I'm just so scared of love now. No, like Dr. Lee says, love is your essence. Everyone is capable of love and it shouldn't define one situation shouldn't define your future. So make sure you know that you're worthy of love. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to share a story and I shared it with you earlier, but I think it's a really good example of how we create stories and it applies to relationship. But when I, when I grew up, when I was a little kid, we were really poor in my family. My grandmother would spoil me. So I would, my grandmother lived downstairs. We lived above them. And I would go see my grandmother and she would give me five cents. This ages me. But back then when I was a kid, five cents would give me a little brown paper bag of candies. On a good day, my grandmother <clears throat> would give me 10 cents. 10 cents, I got, you know, double the candies. That was a really good day. But one day I went to the corner store and Madame saint Arnaud, I remember her name, she had these balloons, but when you blew them up, they made a dock. And it was like, wow, I want that. They were big, like big docks. And I thought, I would love to have this dock. But I thought, oh, 25 cents, that's a lot of money. My grandmother, I don't know if she'll give it to me. So I went to my grandmother and lo and behold, she gave me the 25 cents. I was so happy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So I ran back home with my balloon and it was such good quality rubber that I couldn't even blow it up. So I gave it to my father. He blew it up for me and he put a string on it. And I'm so excited. I run outside and within 10 seconds, my balloon blew up on the fence and I was devastated. Because I created a belief at that moment that I could have five, five cents worth of fun, 10 cents, but 25 cents, wow, that was way beyond what I could hope for. Like it was a pie in the sky, it would always go away. I would not be able to keep that. Actually, what was happening in my life is I kept every time I was given extraordinary opportunities or gifts. I would always lose them or they would get stolen or it would just disappear until I did my inner work, until I did the heart freedom method on it. And I realized when I went back, the truth of the situation, it's not because I meant to not have what extraordinary things. I'm a little kid. I'm just five years old. I didn't know that if I touched a fence with my balloon, it would pop up. Because if I just run directly into the middle of the backyard, it would not have popped up. I would have kept my balloon for a very long time. So it had nothing to do with my worth. It had to do with experience. It had to do with also being, you know, not feeling worthy of having my 25 cents balloon. So, so when I did my inner work, I saw a really clear picture of a pattern that I'd created in my life. And, and now I can see that to have extraordinary things in life, it's the same principle. Like, you know, don't go too close to the fence, put things in place. Like all of those things are in place. So it's the same thing for a relationship. If, you know, when you're 16 years old or 17 years old or 20 years old, you fall head over hill in infatuation and it doesn't work out. They drop you, they abandon you, they cheat on you. And now because of that, you feel like I'll never be able to have love in my life. It's not true. Just like my balloon popped up, 
had nothing to do with you being unworthy. It's because you were young. You didn't understand some things. You didn't understand what love was all about. You didn't love who you were enough to believe that someone could be with you. So you were infatuated instead of being able to see this person for who they really were and to see you the way you really are and know that you are worthy of love and that what deep down you're seeking in a consciously loving relationship, truly what you're seeking is a best friend with chemistry. And everybody can have that. If you understand who you are, you love who you are, you're going to choose a partner that's juiced by this, that juices you. And then it's about a commitment to having fun together. And if you're really young, you might not end up, you know, for the rest of your life together. You do a part of your journey together. You're going to learn and grow about love. You're going to have adventures together. And if at some point it feels like, okay, we love each other, but we're looking for different things, then you can part, but it's not going to destroy you. That's why love is safe. Because when you choose someone out of love, if it ends up parting, you're going to leave out of love as well. Dr. Lee, that is wonderfully said. And I know Dr. Lee has mentioned this in the past before in our previous episodes, you really need to find someone who is best friends with chemistry. Once you find that person, you'll totally understand, you know, when people are like, I found the one and you'll know what it means because it really just you feel so safe and you feel really guarded and you don't have to worry about any issues of them cheating on you or, you know, all your worries and fears will go away because if you're safe and if love is essence, then that should be how you feel, right? When you find the right person, like you just said, you just know because it's a, a quiet feeling inside of you. It's it's a knowing. It's not like, whoa, I can't believe this is happening to me. It's more like, huh, this is really cool. It just feels right. It's quiet. It's safe. You feel loved. You feel loving towards that person. It's very empowering to have that. And often people are in fact, are really addicted to the high emotions and sensations that come from infatuation, which you end up being a serial monogamist where you, you're constantly seeking that high that comes from infatuation. But after you've done that a few times, you realize it never leads to anything. And when you have true love, it's not boring. It feels like expensive in your chest, like there's an expansion. And from that powerful place of connection, it gives you the freedom to explore all the different areas of your life. Like you may have heard the expression like this, he or she is my rock. Because when you have that connection, it, it gives you courage and wings and you try different things in different areas of life. People are often afraid of being in a really, truly, consciously loving relationship because they're afraid of losing their freedom. But it's actually the opposite that happens. Because when you feel safe in a relationship, you're allowed your true self to shine. It's the real self. You have real freedom. You can explore all the different areas of your life that way. Yes. So hopefully this was a very informative episode for everyone. If you have any questions, please feel free to email us, which is in the description below. And we are so excited for this new year. If you have any episode suggestions, content that you would like to hear, please let us know. And we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this episode. We have new episodes every Tuesday. 
We're currently hosting a giveaway on Instagram for your chance to win a $300 Soul Worthy Love package. So make sure to follow Dr. Lee Janelle on Instagram for your chance to win a $300 Soul Worthy Love package.